0: Happy Friday to all you lovers of lore and myth out there the hinterlands. It's Rock and Max, and before you hit that happy hour, it's our duty to drop a quick bit of myth for y'all. You know, so you have something to talk about while drinking a Buck 50 Pilsners out in that crisp fall <laughs> air. Gang, also, we want to let you know we are going to be dark next week. Expect our next episode on Monday, the 15th of November.
1: On the dot. Yep. Rock ain't lying, gang. You know... Folklore is the best icebreaker at any bar, table, happy hour, whatever. You know, you just ask the question, hey, y'all believe in black-eyed kids?
0: Listen, man, if they say yes, you know you found your people. (laughs) If they look at you with that blank stare, go find another table. Exactly. You don't need to talk to them. Mm -mm.
1: Or alternatively, you could just try to educate them on the dangers black-eyed kids pose. Either way, you know, if you want to
0: be a missionary. True, true. Ain't no right or wrong answer to that. All right, let's focus, Rot. Right. What are we talking about today? Today, gang, we're talking about the kanankol. The kanankol. Never heard of it. Yeah, well, you've never heard of the puckwudgie either, so...
1: <laughs> Honestly, I'm still not 100% sure what the heck puckwudgies are, but, you know, I'm glad we covered them.
0: Yeah, hey, listen... If the folks out of the hinterlands vote for Pukwudgies to be turned into a full episode next season, well, then you'll know what a pugwaji is because you're going to do all the research for that one, my yeah, friend.
1: We can all learn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Together. <laughs> all right. So we're talking about the Kanan Kol today, mm-hmm. gang. And Rock, I guess I'll ask the question, what is the Kanan kol?
0: All right, guys, the Kanan kol is according to the lore, it's a scarecrow. And he's created using a very specific ritual. And this scarecrow, like all scarecrows, is there to protect whatever field it's in. But the kanankol takes protecting the field to a whole nother level. Oh, hell. Scarecrows are scary, dude. Totally, man. Regular scarecrows are scary as well. For sure. But the thing about the kanankol, right? You don't want to go into his field thinking you might get the five-finger discount on some crops, okay? I'd think, again... All right, Maxie, so where can one encounter a canancol for those foolish enough to seek them out and try to steal from them?
1: Our bestest neighbor to the south, Rock, good old Mexico. Luling? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: almost thinking about barbecue. You
1: got a little bit further, <laughs> yeah. Get your passport mm-hmm. out and we're heading to old Mexico. In fact, it was Mayan farmers who first created the
0: canancol. So, As we're doing the research on this, go over the creation process real quick before we jump into that story.
1: Yeah. So first one has to hire a sorcerer who... As you do. Yeah, exactly. You know, go down to the neighborhood sorcerer shop, mm-hmm. hire a guy. He gathers wax from nine different beehives and forms a doll from the wax he's harvested. Okay. Now, the size of the doll or figure varies... Smaller for smaller fields, larger for larger as... Makes sense. Yeah. So then he uses beans for the eyes, grains of corn for the teeth, Mm. and corn stalks themselves for the clothing. Mm
0: -mm.
1: Now, Mm -mm. yeah, you can imagine it looks a little creepy. (laughs) Kind of like you see those turnip jack-o'-lanterns from olden days and they're like... Nope. Super scary. All right. Not into it. So while the sorcerer is doing all this, of course, he's chanting spells of protection for the farmer.
0: Yeah, because it's not scary enough. You might want to take it up a level, bringing in <laughs> yeah. the magic. Okay, Maxi, continue.
1: Yeah. So when the ceremony is done, the kanankol is presented to the gods of rain and sun. And then he cuts the pinky finger of the farmer whose land the kanankol will protect and he lets nine drops of blood, you know, that's mm-hmm. obviously a very important number, the num- number yeah, nine, mm-hmm. nine beehives, nine drops of blood fall onto the right hand of the Kananko.
0: Damn, that's some blood magic now. But hey, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to protect your crops, am I right, people?
1: Exactly. Now, at the finally, at the end of the process, the sorcerer gives the Kanankol its mission. And he says, come to life, behold your master, You must obey, Kanankol. The gods will punish you if you don't. These fields are yours. You must punish the trespasser and the thief.
0: Here is your weapon. Hmm, very specific. And, you know, this reminds me kind of of the creation of like a homunculus or something like that. Yeah, or a
1: golem or, you know, any of those kind of artificial life forms. Embodying with life, yeah. Anyway, after he tells the Kanankol, this is your weapon... He puts a stone in its hand, and then the coal is covered with palm leaves, and when the palm leaves bear fruit, the coal is uncovered, and its watch begins.
0: Damn, it's like when they turn it on, it's like the Terminator, you know, just press that power button. <laughs> Once that fruit is born, he's up and about watching the land. All right. That's very specific, and as I said earlier, super creepy, y'all. All right, gang, let's get into that story. Let's do it. Some teenagers from Nuevo Leon once laughed at the legend of the Canancol. Their neighbor was an old woman from the south who spent every day in her ample fields, supervising her workers and tending to her many beehives. She warned the young people never to trespass on her land, or to do so at their own peril. Her Canancol, she told them, would defend her fields from thieves. But one night the teens decided to steal some corn and some fruit from her land. As they walked through the rows of corn, they laughed at the old woman and her silly legend. However, soon they heard something following them. Frightened, they began running, but they were struck down by large round stones. In the morning their frantic parents began searching for the teens. It was days before their bodies were found amongst the beehives of the old woman's land.
1: Um, you started to hear that, like, rustle of, like, moving corn.
0: And what's worse, Max, is that you started hearing that music. Cha-cha-cha-cha. cha cha, cha, cha. <laughs> ka, 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 ka.
1: And This is why you listen to your elders, folks. Mm-hmm. You should try to warn those kids, y'all. Show is sad.
0: You know what's sad is that we're done with this episode of Five Minutes of Folklore, gang. Thanks for hanging out. Totally. We love our Fridays with you fine folks. And if you liked this episode of The Con on Call, let us know and Max and I will crack the books proper and do an entire episode next season.
1: Absolutely. And don't forget to join us on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Please consider supporting the show by heading on over to Patreon, where new content awaits. We have a link in the episode description.
0: Or gang, cruise on over to buymeacoffee.com and search Nightmares Podcast to support your boys. It means a ton, and we love our coffee.
1: And don't forget to share the show, gang. Totally. That's the best way to help us get out there. Yes, indeed.
0: Max ain't lying, gang.
1: And the best part in the business, of course, is, as you know, Teresa Joy, responsible for all the production in our pod. She's amazing.
0: Casting charm person left and right.
1: (laughs) Find and follow her at Viabright on Facebook and Instagram.
0: And head on over to her own website at TeresaDoreMusic.com for more amazing music, as well as heading over to our own damn website at NightmaresPodcast.net. we love to hear from you. So, ladies and gents, as always, be good to each other and... Sweet dreams.
1: Sweet dreams.